Hey, what's up? This is Kevin. We come as Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 312 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this man needs no introduction. It's Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly Magazine. But I do want to do a short little introduction because this one, of course, is focused on the Texas Monthly Top 5, which comes out in the November issue, which means that we'll get the list in October. But the main focus of this was to be the Texas Monthly Barbecue Club and why it's important and how much it is to sign up and what you get out of it and the fact that there's a little hint I'll give you that you will get the list a little bit before everybody else and you get a physical copy and a digital copy of the magazine for a year so you'll get the issue on your doorstep. So it's very important. So I'll have links below to all that. I also wanna talk about the Texas Monthly Barbecue Festival which is going on the road to Tyler, Brownsville, and Lubbock which is really cool, totally different than they've ever done. We of course get into a bunch of different stuff tangents that I always get into. We even talk about Devil's Tower in Wyoming, which was in Close Encounters and his trip with his son, and the Wichita Mountains in Oklahoma. Also, what it's like to be Daniel Vaughn now, as opposed to what it was like to be Daniel Vaughn then in regards to barbecue and traveling to barbecue joints. I think you guys are going to really love this. Daniel, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. This is our fourth interview. And I think that's one of our best, and I think you'll really get a lot out of this. If you're digging these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. Tons of additional stuff. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. How are you today, Daniel? Good, good. I'm, I'm doing great. Taking a little break from barbecue. That's uh, <laughs> doing this or just in general, you're taking a break? Oh, just in general. Yeah. I mean, I've been out on the road for the top 50 search for you know, several months now and really hitting it hard over the last few weeks and uh, uh, finally wrapped that up. Um, oh, we've, cool. we've got our list in. And so I'm taking a little break and trying to trying to get to a place where I'm really craving barbecue again. Because <laughs> that's a that's a massive endeavor. And as, as we just spoke off camera, like there's there's a lot of pressure. Like it's a different kind of pressure. When we first our first interview that we did was right before the last one. I think it might, maybe it just came out or it was just coming out around that time. And then when we did another interview, I think it was the top 25 new barbecue spots. Right. Yeah. So what is it? What's this, what's the pressure? What does it feel like for you now? I know you're, you're trying to you know, not think more about barbecue, but what does it feel like? Does it feel good that do you feel satisfied? Yeah. That yeah. I mean, I, I feel certainly satisfied with our process. Uh, you know um, we have a big team of people who go out there um, trying to search and scout, but you know, there, if you're, if you're going to make it on the top 50, um, it's because of a visit that I had there, um, along with the, the data that we collect from the rest of our tasting team. So mm -hmm. yeah, there, there's nobody that's going to be in the top 50 that I haven't been to. Uh, there's, I think there's some confusion about that. Uh, I think what's been funny over the last few weeks is that everybody assumes that every photo I post um is a top 50 place like i've seen guesses of the top 50 uh -huh. that are just like a copy of my uh instagram over the last few weeks and you know it's that's not the way it works exactly i mean i'm out there toward the end like really trying to hone in on who's going to be in our top 10 we will have a, a ranked top 10 again this time around like we did uh, back okay. in 2017 and you know there's also you know if you want to take some terminology from March Madness. I mean, there's people on the bubble, you know, there's uh, some different barbecue joints that um, are sort of like, are they, are they in or out? Um, you know, the getting to the one through 40 is actually pretty simple. It's um, weeding out that sort of like, that makes you know, sense. 
the 40 through 70 like which <laughs> ones of those because uh you know as everyone has reminded me um, throughout this search everybody in barbecue you know we are at a time in texas where mm -hmm. we have more great barbecue joints than we've ever had yeah uh, so many new places have opened um since our 2017 list heck so many new places have opened since our my uh 2019 list of the 25 yeah. best new barbecue joints which is crazy yeah so you know that that part of of sort of weeding it down does get painful i mean i, I know a lot of these people i know that i also know that a lot of these restaurants are great um they're just there's only 50 spots and so so and i think that's been a lot of uh, conjecture as to whether you're going to, to expand it to like 75 or 100 or change the way that you're doing it you're going at it essentially the same way that and i didn't listen to yeah. Sand, sandler's interview because i wanted to have this fresh in for yeah it's it's the top 50 so there's going to be 50 places okay. and uh we do have a list of honorable mentions okay the honorable mentions um in the past have been chosen more on like did they have an item that really stood out uh now the honorable mentions are more chosen as like these are here's a lot of other really great barbecue joints to visit too that uh, that's good yeah so, and many of them doing lots of great barbecue uh not just one or two items so yeah the that's really the only way that's going to look a little bit different this time around we'll still have the barbecue passport so yeah i was going to ask if there. we have that like a scavenger yeah. hunt <laughs> yeah i mean it was a scramble to the end uh trying to find a sponsor for it uh but we did so coca-cola came on as a sponsor oh wow so it, it uh, was, you know, I was just really pleased the fact that we're able to do it again. That's uh, fun. I, I know that there's some people out there who last time around, they were just really trying to fill it out to get all the prizes from, from Yeti that we had last time around. And I know there's a lot of other people though, that just really enjoyed having that list of 50. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, some people took a year, two years, three years, um, to get through it. And, you know, I think, uh, whether there's, you know whatever the prizes are what they're you know what there's a what prizes are up for grabs i think the biggest one is for a lot of people is just pride and having yeah. gone to all 50 of them and the experience the ability to experience it. and you're creating a roadmap for people because a lot of people love to have a guide or at least have some yeah. sort of direction and as you've discussed and as many people just there's just there's so many great places and there's so many really good and then there's really there's great and not sure they're exceptional but there's so many choices and how do you manage that and when and when someone says i'm going to to austin or going to houston or going to dfw like how do you like it's it, it is not it's not something like you could say oh these yeah. two places you have to announce there's a dozen maybe or eight or it's yeah it's it's it is really crazy now does with your phone i was i was asking off camera too like how is how is your social media? Like, how do you, with your Twitter and your Instagram, are you muting stuff like your DMS or your, are they crazy? Like how? No, I don't mute anything. Um, you know, I've gotten a few messages here and there from different pit masters with, uh, I don't know, just some strange messages, um, you know, <laughs> sending me their resumes and oh, really? things like that. Um, you know, it, as I've, tried to tell some of them like none of this helps <laughs> in yeah. fact it it uh it it might be a hindrance but um or if anything it's a hindrance but pretty much it's not going to help you you know so uh, yes i've been getting personal messages and emails and, and you know lots of arguing too over and speculation about what's going to mm -hmm. be on the list 
And, you know, I welcome all of that. I mean, that's why I have this job is because people are so passionate about barbecue and there is so much to argue about. Yeah. Then there's those that like question my integrity and, you know, the, the, they go straight to the, like the laziest critique of, of any food writer, which is, oh, so people must pay you. To yeah, exactly. Yeah. Place. And no, like, come on. And also too, you're, and like people might not know you are paying your wet, like you guys are paying, even though it's, I'm sure you expense it, but this is something like yeah. you're, you're not, you're paying for every meal. And you had said something like this was, I think I read that you said this is one of the most expensive issues, right? Yes. It's the most expensive issue we make because yeah, we pay for our barbecue. We pay for, we pay the different team members for all their travel and my travel as well. Um, you know, my, uh, I mean, my expense report for August was $5,500. That's an expense report of food and, <laughs> of food and, and basically mileage. That is yeah. crazy. I mean, we spend a lot of money to, to make sure it is a list that, that has integrity. Um, you know, we don't expect to put a list out that everybody agrees with, but we know that we're putting out a list where we have those firsthand opinions, um, and recent firsthand opinions of, of putting all this whole list together. So, you know, there's never going to be a, a list of 50 great barbecue joints in Texas that everybody's going to agree on. Yeah. So there is no one right list, but you know, there is the list that we feel comfortable with based on what these places are doing right now. And yeah, I think that didn't, didn't you or Pat mention that you guys in the past would get that? Like, I don't know, because of COVID, did you guys, did you guys all get together in a boardroom and finalize this or is it a Zoom call or how? Yeah, it's more phone calls, phone calls, Zoom calls. I mean, for the past, like um, past two weeks of the search, I was calling Pat Sharp pretty much every day. Yeah. She was going to check out different places for our top 10 search, as was I. And some of them we went to together. Um, so we had lots of conversations pretty much daily, just about, uh, what we were finding, what was surprising, what wasn't surprising. Yeah. And, you know, now we've, uh, we've gotten in all of the write-ups, uh, for each one of them. Well, there's a few stragglers out there, but that's still for (laughs) for the most part, we've gotten in all the write-ups from all the different team members and we're about to go through and edit all that. And, uh, yeah. Um, when does it come out? it comes out in the November issue. So that part of it is a little strange. Like this has been a summer issue. It's usually our June issue. Yeah. So it usually comes out in mid May. Uh, this time around, it'll come out, in, you know, mid to late October. I don't think I have an actual date for when it will be released, but yeah. Um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of surprises on it. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. That's fun. What, what's, what's strange about this one though, versus 2017 is I think like all the barbecue fan guys and girls out there, like who knew all the new hit places, just assumed that one of them was going to be in number one mm-hmm. on all those top 10 slots last time around. So I think they were probably more surprised to see a place like Snow's at the top, Franklin number two, you know, yeah. places that have been around and, and have that big reputation. And then, you know, this time around, you know, we've got, uh, it's just so much incredible barbecue that's opened up since that last list that I think yeah. people are going to be surprised at, uh, you know, not only the top 10, but uh, also how much turnover there is in the top 50 in general. Yeah. Cause I've gone, I, I make lists and I, I'm, I'm crazy. And so I've gone through that. I've seen so many places that are closed. There's a number of places that are closed from that 2017 list. And yeah. then also too, there's a lot of places. Was it, what was the, was the criteria had had to be open before 2000, 
21 or, or was there, I, I forget. Really, um, no, I mean, for the, for the top 10, we generally look at, you've got to be open for like, you know, a, a year, close yeah. to a year. Like you need to have shown that you've got staying power. You're not some like food truck that opened up two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as in general, like, you know, we, we've sent out our tasting team and they have a, a schedule that they need to meet um, to get back scores mm-hmm. to us. And I mean, if you're not open by then, um, yeah, then, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to come out like this week and, and check on it. Like then you just be hopeful that, you know, I, I will certainly be around before the 2023 25 <laughs> best new barbecue joint list. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was searching this time around um, 43 now I'm like 47 I'm 47 am I going to be able to I was actually you know what's like, so, that's hilarious I was thinking I'm like is Daniel going to be 70 like 70 in doing this like how is this like well like mentally can you still already what's the it's plan not the, it's not the mentally thing it's just the I mean I can't eat as much barbecue as I, I can't eat it as many barbecue no. joints as I used to and certainly for the top 10 search like it's it is fun to go out and eat barbecue right uh, yeah. for sure but when you're doing going to like three different top 10 places in a day yeah. you're not not able to really truly enjoy a meal yeah um you can't you know you can't eat all of it you gotta, yeah luckily i've had lots of people to travel around with me and share meals so yeah that's nice I, I've, yeah. I've noticed that is it is it is it different this time around going to these places does it because I'd kind of mentioned off, like, what's it like to be Daniel Vaughn going to these places now as opposed to 2016 or 2000? Yeah, I mean, I, I do get recognized more often. Um, that's for sure. And I think it has to do with just how many of these places have opened mm-hmm. within the last few years. I mean, if, if you've opened and your goal is to make it in the top 50, then you're going to know who I am. You're probably going to know who Pat Sharp is at Texas Monthly as well. And so, yeah, I've certainly gotten noticed a whole lot more often but it it doesn't always help no i I know i I know (laughs) but also people people sometimes like i've i've mentioned on the show people this it's a pivotal moment sometimes in their restaurant career or their restaurant's longevity you're coming and maybe doing a tweet or doing something just because it's texas it's and it's not just you it's just texas monthly in general has they have has such a power that's amazing. It's just, it's just, it's fascinating. It's different than anything like Robert Moss has power, but it's, it's a different cause he's covering the South. It's like, it's like you have, yeah, no, it, it, it is like satisfying. I got, um, you know, I just for an example, like I went out to Wade's barbecue, uh, out in Lufkin, Texas. Okay. And I, I wrote about Wade's and wrote about that. He's, you know, he's a one man show and he's working hard. He doesn't, he can't crank out a whole lot of barbecue because he's got a, uh, he doesn't have all the pit room in the world and he's just one guy, uh, but he's doing his best and he's really putting out some uh-huh. really good barbecue. And he texted me the day after the, um, the review came out. And then the next day he texted me at like 1210 and he's like, well, I guess somebody read your article. Like it's all gone. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make a whole lot more for tomorrow. That's so funny. you know, it's it's nice to see people who are working hard. And yeah, and like yeah, how good barbecue mm-hmm. get rewarded for it. Yeah, that's important. And 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 what I and what I mainly wanted to talk about, but obviously that that's the big elephant in the room was the Texas barbecue, um, Texas Monthly Barbecue Club, and yeah. what it was before, kind of a little bit, and then what it is now, and 
and all the great stuff about it. and there's a lot of stuff kind of behind on a paywall i guess it's a paywall but a club wall that right. i want to talk about so so yeah. what is the texas monthly barbecue club well uh yeah it's like a year-long membership um that you sign up for right now or uh we've got it on sale throughout yeah. the, the rest of the summer so that still includes this month okay. and um yeah, so it's $75 a year right now rather than the normal 99. Sorry, it's 74. 74.95, right? 74.25, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I noticed a couple of days ago. It'll be, it'll be less expensive to get it now. And okay. if you do get it now, it obviously includes a, a year subscription, both yeah. digital and in print mm-hmm. of Texas. Which is huge. So uh, probably the second issue you'll get is our barbecue issue. So you'll get that showing up to your door. And um, yeah, you'll be able to see. Uh, yeah, you'd be able to map out everywhere and get your passport mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. You get a barbecue free cat. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And um, you also a band- get a bandana. Bandana, uh, apron, um, you know, good outdoor cooking apron from mm-hmm. barbecue. Um, and um, yeah, then you also get uh, access to all this different content. And so we're producing content specifically for the club, mm-hmm. like different videos with different pitmasters on really going into detail on their process for definitely for cooking different things. So, you know, we've gone out to guest family barbecue and yeah, the wings. Uh, yeah. We looked at exactly how to do those wings and even went to Flores tortillas. Yeah. I was going to say uh, that was a wrap. That was the one that really like, wow, that, that look was at the really smoked fun. brisket fat tortillas and how that process works of making a tortilla, which nowadays has become just as important as white bread uh, mm-hmm. in the barbecue community. So yeah, um, all that stuff's included as, as being part of the club. You're also in the TMBBQ Club Facebook page. Uh, and you can ask questions there. There's uh, a bunch of different pitmasters who are in that as well who can answer questions. Um, and then you also the, you have the Q courses, which I think there's maybe six or seven out there. I'll, I'll, at the, in, in this intro, I'll put the correct amount. But then there's also the burning questions, too, with pitmasters yes. which there's some overlap in some of those people that you did q courses with but those are killer too those and there's off the beaten path people right so you know we're just trying to um let these people get their story out there you know mm-hmm. what drew them into barbecue and, and what still pushes them today to to continue on what yeah. is a pretty difficult job and you know um certainly been made more difficult over the last uh, year and a half so yeah it's it's fun to get some of that inside insight mm-hmm. Uh, from each of these folks. Uh, you'll also maybe get a little preview of the Texas Monthly Top 50. Ah. Uh, maybe a, a, I was going to ask because I was thinking yeah. maybe that might not, be it. I mean, you're not going to get it a week ahead of time. Um, probably not even a whole day ahead of time. But yeah, um, there'll be an email going out to the TMBBQ Club members that um, get a little early jump on, you know, so that hopping, scoop in, hopping nice. in line at your local yeah. barbecue joint that might be... Uh, newly newly famous definitely yeah exactly yeah the one that's gonna have a little bit longer line than it had the week before but it's and also too if you sign up for this now you get a chance to actually get the issue because if you're in los angeles or new york or somewhere else you you can order it directly from you guys but it makes more sense and it also makes more sense to support texas monthly in general like i think one time i said how, how do i how do i get a chance to I'm like, how do I get it to as a good issue? And you're like, Kevin, sign up for the, like, like get a subscription. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. I should just do that. <laughs> Cause I had it for a long time. I don't know why it like lapsed somehow. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not exactly expensive either. It's um, not. And it's yeah. a great, it's a great magazine. It's one of the best in the country. I think. Well, thank you. Yeah. Because there's, and there's, and I guess maybe it's like, if you, if in your heart, you bleed 
Texas blood. Like it kind of, there's a lot of great stories, but they're not all Texas centric. They're people centric there. Right. Yeah. And, you know, cover the gamut. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we got certainly plenty of politics, uh, Mm. true crime, uh, uh, lots about where to eat and drink, uh, where to visit, travel. So yeah, we, we cover it all. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure as issues come out, there'll be a lot more things that are topical, like that are happening <laughs> within the world of Texas that, that probably yeah. will be covered in Texas Monthly because it makes sense. You guys have never shied away from doing that, so that's right. And how long have now? How long have you worked for Texas Monthly? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah, so 2013 is when I started. Wow. So uh, yeah, I started off um, really like the month before our 2013. Uh, top 50 list came out. Okay. And then we'll get the, uh, yeah, have this, this is my third one that I've been through. This is, uh, this is certainly the one that I've taken more of a sort of a lead editorial role on than any of the others. And so, yeah, so it's been a, a bit more work other than just driving around and eating barbecue. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and do you feel like, cause like I mentioned off camera too, do you think you have the best? Cause everybody tweets you, Oh, Dan, you have the best job on the planet. Like, do you feel like you have the best job on the planet? I, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, it's not like easy. It's, it's not like I just go and eat. Like it's a, like, it's a really great it's job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've said it a million times, but really like I would do the research for free. It's the writing mm-hmm. part that they pay me for, yeah. uh, you know, the sitting down and, and actually putting a story together. But yeah, I mean, it certainly comes with its challenges. I mean, it's a job. Every yeah. job has its challenges. But um, in the end, like the, the freedom that it provides and not only the uh, the barbecue I get to eat, but simply being able to have an excuse to travel around the entire state of Texas. Yeah. You know, I'm working on, I think I have like, what is it? Like six counties left. I made a map. Really? I made a map at like the end of 20, right at the end of 2019, I made a map and I was going to knock it all out in 2020 of the counties that i was missing that's amazing that's and uh um there were actually quite a bit more than i thought there's some really out of the way places in texas that i I haven't even been to yet and so i did a big search as part of my top 50 one of my territories was really just this big area in between um lubbock and wichita falls and there were eight counties there that I had never been to. Wow. And some don't have any barbecue joint. I, I wrote about uh, 1802 Barbecue, mm-hmm. which uh, is a food truck that actually services three of the different counties. They, they're in one county one day and one county seat the next day and another the next day. Uh, so they do three days a week of barbecue and, you know, service that whole area there. But uh, yeah, so it gives me a good opportunity to go out and, and meet folks like that talk yeah. to them about their barbecue story. You know, these, these people who, um, you know, they're not doing it for, uh, for the glory. They're not, um, they, they don't have the ease of working inside their own brick and mortar location. Like, yeah. They're on the road cooking barbecue in their food truck. Um, Which is a hustle. It's a, it's a yes, grind. It, it's, it is. It's it crazy. Is. And it's interesting too, because I think, and tell me if I'm wrong at the beginning, this was about the food. But now it's more about the people and then the food. Like it seems like it's it's there's a blur. I think it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly the the way I've written has changed pretty dramatically. Yeah, and I, I don't you don't you feel like you're a stronger writer? Like I, you know, you don't want to pat your own back, but I feel like you've put in the reps. Well, I mean, really... the only way to get better is to just do more of it, and mm-hmm. so I've done a lot of it at this point. 
uh, I have, my son is struggling in school right now. He's 10 and he's really struggling with writing. And, um, you know, I got to, I tell him like, Hey, I'm, I, this is what I do for a living now, but I didn't know how to write. Uh, and, you know, I try to coach him and, and give him just some of the basics, but yeah, uh, I, I learned pretty, you know, after, a, a, I don't know, maybe a year or two, I learned that the stories about just the food are pretty boring mm-hmm. and uh, they don't really give you any insight as to what really drives these people or what their story is or where they came from or why they want to do barbecue or what motivates them day to day. And so nowadays I don't write about a place unless I've interviewed the owner mm-hmm. the pit master uh, or, or somebody there at the restaurant to really get their story about what that place is and how it fits into the larger picture of Texas barbecue. And that, that's what that makes it so much more interesting. And it also it gives people something to attach to when they visit. That's, and that's kind of like one of the reasons why I'm doing these is that they get to meet the person before they visit. And so they kind of feel like they, they know them a little bit and, it, it just, I, th- I think it opens up a window and then it's, the, the stories are so similar, but they're also so different. And your story too, what was, and I've always wanted to ask you, what was that first barbecue bite or, or restaurant that really made you want to go on this path? It was Louis Miller barbecue and Taylor. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I went on a, a central Texas road trip with a friend and uh, it was, a, we started out on Friday night with a couple of uh, decent places. And then we started Saturday morning. Our first stop was Louis Miller and we were sitting on opposite sides of the table sharing a tray of barbecue. And like, I didn't really even know back then that they were famous for the beef rib. So I don't even think we got one. I think we got like a pork rib and a link of sausage and a slice of brisket because we had like six places that we were going to go to that day and several the next day as well. And yeah, we just took a bite of that and we're like, Oh wow. This is what everybody's been talking about. (laughs) Uh, This is like, this is now a different kind of food. Like Mm -hmm. this is, I get why like they, you know, at that time we were using Texas monthly as our guide. Uh, I wasn't working for them at all. And it's like, yeah, this is why they're putting these places on the list that are down here. Uh, They really are that much different and that much better than anything at at the time that we'd had in Dallas. And that Mm -hmm. road trip was 2006. And so yeah, it was, it was really that morning at Louis Miller. Now afterwards we had, like, we just kept getting like hit after hit after hit, like, uh, you know, there was Kreitz market and, and Smitty's and blacks. And like we were city market and Luling. No, yeah. actually city market and Luling was closed by the time we got there. So I had to, I had to wait uh, till another road trip to try it. But anyway, it was just like one hit after the next. And it's like, wow, this well, and also you were an architect at the time, yeah. right? So yes, the structures themselves must have been interesting and intriguing. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, still, like you can't go to Lockhart and not go into Smitty's. Oh. Just, oh. just uh, you know, get a link of sausage, even if you're not hungry, get a link of sausage. Yes, yes, and and sit down and just take in that entire building. It's yeah, just an and walk and walk place. it, and yeah, it's just there's and there's there's so many iconic photos, but it's just being there. And seeing the fire and how day, like it's there's so many things that I'm like that would not work like in a normal like it's there's so many grandfathered things yeah that's building yeah it's well and that's one of the things that's one of the reasons that barbecue is so special if you think about any if you picture any restaurant kitchen um, you know you've ever worked in or seen on TV or anything Mm -hmm. like that and then compare it with your average pit room like 
you know, <laughs> it's kind of grimy. It's dirty. Yeah. It's, uh, but that is what, you know, when you go eat barbecue, like, it's what you want to see. You want to mm-hmm. see that really heavily used pit room and, um, you know, these massive machines, tanks, uh-huh. bricks, yeah, that- um, made out of steel and bricks and whatever. And, you know, you put a piece of meat in them and, and transform it over mm-hmm. whatever, 16 hours. And it's just still an amazing thing. If you, uh, yeah, if you, if you bother to pay attention. Yeah. And it's, a, and it's something too, that you could see people getting burnt out on And it's amazing how many people have lasted this long by doing it. And I think that's why people get creative with their menus or maybe open a second place or do things just because you need that because it's, it's a little monotonous, but it's also the people maybe meeting the people and, and, and seeing what their reaction and showing them pit room that that's, that part makes it, make it more interesting is, and yeah, I I can't wait to see the thing, but I also wanted to talk before I forget because I have a million questions. The, uh, Texas monthly barbecue festival is going on the road this year. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's important. Yeah, People might not know that. Yeah. We've got three different stops. Uh, so we'll be in Lubbock, um, down in Brownsville and over in Tyler. Uh, so, you know, we've got the oh, city of Brown October. Yeah. In October. Um, and so the city of Brownsville is hosting us. So we'll be bringing barbecue joints together in the, in downtown, um stanley is out in tyler is going to host us again we'll be bringing several restaurants in together mm-hmm. and uh the same up in lubbock where evie mays will be the host so it's there's there's smaller events than what we've usually done mm-hmm. as a big festival um you know but for that reason they're going to be more intimate you're going to have uh more interaction with each of the pitmasters uh who are going to be attending um and you won't have to fight so much for for all the great food. Yeah. And it won't, yeah. And you, you won't have to go to Austin. You can go to one that potentially is closer to you. Right. It's and- like the anywhere, but Austin tour, right? <laughs> we, we're in, we've been in Austin. We did 10 years in a row. Uh, took off last year, of course. Um, it was virtual last year. The, the virtual in my backyard last year. Yes. Yeah. And Aaron uh, with so, his hair, Aaron with his crazy hair. So th- thankfully I don't have to have that set up in the backyard <laughs> this time around. I can get out yeah, and yeah, uh, nice. go visit with some folks. I'm really looking forward to it. And there's tickets. Uh, I'll put a link below. And I also did a, yes. a blog piece. So there's uh, tickets for all three events that the Evie Mays one is the most expensive. And it's, it's, a, it's a, because it includes a little bit more, right? Wasn't it a, a more of a, a different in, meal? It's a different yeah. It, in, it includes more um, the meal itself and the, uh, and the presentation part of it as well. So, um, and, you know, also if you sign up for the TMBBQ club, when we hopefully have our regular festival next year, um, you know, you'll be right there first in line to be able to purchase tickets for it uh, before anybody thing. else. Yeah, that's a that's fingers crossed that that happens. And I talked to uh, Isaac and Ashley from Pitforks recently, and I, they're very excited to be at the at the event. So it's it's going to be fun, and it's got some new people. And then on each one, I think there's secret or guest people that might show up that aren't on the list. Yeah, well. Um... Well, in East Texas, so we had a, a special guest and well, I, I can tell you now it's going to be, uh, we just hadn't gotten all the details worked out yet with Holy Smoke Barbecue down in Huntsville. Okay. And so okay. Um, formerly church barbecue, the New Zion Baptist Missionary Church fame. Um, yeah. And, you know, they were reopened now and have been for uh, almost a year. And so, yeah, they're, they're reopened and we wanted to be able to celebrate that and have some folks be introduced to their barbecue if they haven't made it to Huntsville yet. 
Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. So that's so which which one are they going to? They're going to be East Texas. East Texas uh, they're, one. They're, uh, yeah, they're they're making the longer haul up to Tyler. Okay. Um, and so then I talked to Stephen Joseph at Riverport Barbecue, and he's going to be there as well. And uh, so Stephen's Lebanese, and so I've oh. gotten him to maybe tweak some of his favorites and put a little Lebanese twist on them. So I think everybody's going to enjoy that. Uh, um, and he's going to enjoy making. I didn't it. know that. Oh. Yeah, he's going to he's going to enjoy having a little bit of fun with some items that I think will be popular at the festival. That. Um, you know, he, I don't know, maybe it'll convince him that he can sell these things uh, in his restaurant be, in Little Jefferson, Texas. Yeah, that's nice. And I think, isn't Brian Bingham coming to one of them? And I don't think he's listed as. Yeah, Sunbird Barbecue. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes. I think he's, he's, which one he'd be at the. He's in Tyler. Yes. The Tyler one. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, so those are, and, and they're, those, those two, they're not that expensive in general, but those two, the two, the Brownsville and the Tyler one, are very inexpensive that's like it's a great price for if and i'm sure those will sell out so people you won't be getting unless there's some tickets at the door you should people need to order tickets as soon as possible it's not an event right it's, and there's going to be great food and a great variety as well yeah and you'll be there i will i'll be at each one of course Excellent. that's cool that's fun so what's so then the rest of the year oh i wanted to ask did you go to was that devil's mountain was that in oh devil's tower devil's tower that's yeah. from Close Encounters, right? That's the. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That was a what a cool. Yeah, trip. I was on a, I was on a big road trip with my son, so <laughs> I had to uh, ask you about that. I picked him up. Uh, it's a long story, but I picked him up at camp in Minnesota, and uh, we had oh, two weeks. Hilarious. We had two weeks to to travel wherever the heck we wanted on a road trip, and we decided to go west, and we went to the Badlands. Uh, the Black Hills, Devil's Tower, Yellowstone, uh, Teddy Roosevelt National Park. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we saw a whole lot of national parks That's really and neat. a whole lot of wildlife. And we saw the Devil's Tower. And uh, as, as you might guess, we uh, did go ahead and rent Close Encounters of Third Kind and watch <laughs> it in the hotel room afterwards. So, nice. Did yeah. he enjoy it? Like, does it resonate? Does it work with kids these days? It uh, it's an odd movie. There's it's different. We got to the Devil's Tower part. I gotta say, yeah, it's an odd movie. It's also pretty slow paced. Yeah, Uh, that has a slow. I watched it maybe three years ago. Build, yeah, Yeah, it's got a slow build up to, uh, you know, up to the Devil's Tower part and trying to trying to figure out what this all these different structures he's building, (laughs) mashed potatoes and dirt and whatever else he gets his hands on. Yeah. And I think it also something, I think there's something like these, the Bermuda Triangle somehow, I think there's a squadron from the Bermuda Triangle that's connected to it at the end. Maybe you probably yeah. didn't even get to that. Part well, one of the things that I did learn was, I think it was in the forties. There was a guy who, uh, he was a daredevil and he parachuted uh, from an airplane and landed at the top of Devil's Oh, really? Stunt. And I guess it's not quite as like big and flat up there as it looks from down on the ground. <laughs> and he lands on top and he dropped his rope that he was going to lower to like climb oh, no. off. And he was up on the top of Devil's Tower for six days until a climber, uh-huh. um, they found a climber who was willing to come travel and climb up and oh my God. <laughs> yeah, That's climb a up cool the side story. of Devil's Tower and rescue this guy from the top. So yeah, wow. six days at the top of Devil's Tower. That is awesome. My last okay. question is in, in Oklahoma, was there some place that you went to with all these trees that looked gorgeous. It was beautiful. Was it Oklahoma? I think it was. Oh, I went to the Wichita mountains. Yeah. Oh, Wichita uh, mountains. Wichita mountains. Yeah. That, I, I wrote about that for Texas monthly. Mm-hmm. It was 
one of the first articles, maybe the first article I've written for Texas Monthly that wasn't just mm-hmm. about barbecue. Um, I even ate barbecue on the trip and didn't even write about it. Um, <laughs> what happened? That's amazing. But yeah, Wichita Mountains, it is, uh, as I said, it's the, my, my daughter joked with me that the best thing about Oklahoma was how close it is to Texas. Um, <laughs> Interesting. That's a great way. To... But I think the best thing about Oklahoma is probably the Wichita Mountains. It's a really yeah. awesome place to visit. Yeah, it definitely made like I definitely bookmarked that and I put it on a list. I'm creating a list of places I'd like to visit. And that just it just looked magical almost. It was really beautiful. And so and it's and there's a Wichita, but there's Wichita Falls, obviously, in Texas, but this mm-hmm. is Wichita. Right. This is the Wichita Mountains. Yeah, it's um just north of Lawton, Oklahoma. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'll put a link to that article. I guess there'll be a lot of links below, <laughs> or maybe I need to do 17 companion blogs. But thank you again for everything that you do. And I know that you know this when this does come out, there's going to be joy as well as you know controversy. But you you welcome that because that's you know it's discussion and debate, and that's what it's all about, people. That's what barbecue sort of is. Like, what your favorite spot is? Do you have? Well, do you have a favorite place that's just like a that it's not on the list at all, but like for like a chopped beef sandwich. Uh, I used to, um, but oh, yeah, Max, like close, Max, yeah, Max Barbecue closed in Dallas. That was really my go-to place. And Billy McDonald um, decided yeah. to close it down and his, his partner, Deb Schultz. And they decided to close it down because I mean, they just, they've been doing this. That's been their entire life for years and years and years, decades. And yeah. they're the only ones who were doing it. They don't have a, there's not another generation uh, coming up after them. And they'd been trying to sell the business. Yeah. Uh, they weren't able to sell it. Weren't able to sell the real estate either for what they wanted. So they're leasing huh. out the building now. But yeah, I just drove by it the other day. And, you know, it still, has, it still says it. Max. It's still got the flag out. It's still got the same clothes sign that he puts up when it's closed. But I just know that. I hope it's not going like to become a Halloween store or something like that. The clothes sign is not going to come down. So. Oh, so yeah, is there a place that you like, like somewhere across Texas that you get it? Because I'm kind of writing, I'm working on a piece about chopped beef and, and how it's kind of underrated. And, and I know you've mm-hmm. done stuff on chopped beef before. Well, I mean, I it's not just chopped beef, but going to the bodacious chain, really any of them, and getting the Melman sandwich, which is you just take a sausage link and brisket and chop it all up together oh. and put that on a bun. Uh, yeah, that sounds the, really good. The mailman is certainly a, a nice thing to get, and you'll find that sandwich in other places in East Texas as well. But certainly, it was the bodacious chain that popularized it. Oh, interesting. Well, again, thanks for taking the time for this, and I, I know that you're it's gonna you're gonna get a lot of uh, uh, requests for interviews after this comes out. But I wanted to make sure that people did sign up for the Texas Monthly Barbecue Club because it's not again it's not that expensive and it you, there's so much you get and all that swag is really cool and then there's all the you know the all the research and all the different things that all the content that you've put behind and you'll, have, and you'll have the top 50 list show up yeah. in print at your front door at your front door which is very important and uh it's 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 such a, like i have it's such a surprise i want to be able to somehow get some of those old issues that pat showed me i'm sure i don't yeah. know where they exist I, but i've got them all in a box do you? Um, yeah, all of them together. Yeah. And do you guys have a, a specific artist or a photographer that you guys use for this, or is it a bunch of different people? It's a group of different people. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have, it's going to be a very photo heavy issue as well. So Makes sense. We're, um, I think our photography team, our art team, 
told me that there's going to be like 22, 22 of the top 50 will be featured uh, with a photo. Oh, cool. Um, and then we'll have other photo essays. We'll have big, beautiful photos of a bunch of great desserts around Texas uh, for Texas barbecue. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge, it's not just a list. It's, it's not just know. a list. There's so much that, that this is, is the barbecue issue. Uh, yeah. Lots more stories about barbecue in there, which uh, now I got to go write some. <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> well, good luck today. And uh, thanks, thanks again for having me on. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Thanks. You too. See ya. Bye.